0: Amanda, Lebro de Zocolo de Brogadas Catale de Babregades Catale de Ma, Lebra Gadaso Colo de Bobra Gadaso Colo de Bobregades Cele de Manta, Egebo Zocolo de Bruna Cacolo de kele de Babregades Ecele de Masotono, Egebo Jecele de Brina Cacal in Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, we rejoice that tonight we have this another opportunity to fellowship in the light of your word. Another opportunity to minister to your precious people. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of walking in the light. And thank you for the opportunity to learn of you from the pages of the Holy Scriptures. Thank you that the Holy Spirit breaks upon the water tonight, bringing revelation and insight to your people. So I declare that bodies and yokes are destroyed. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. We declare that your people are built up, equipped, edified, and Jesus is glorified. We declare that nobody leaves this service tonight the same way they came. We give you praise, glory, and honor for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together. As we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the word. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore, today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service... I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus name. And every believer says a powerful Amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. All of the social media community. We want to welcome every one of you to the service tonight. Online, wherever you're watching around the world. Is a joy. We're going to have an exciting study of God's word. I also want to welcome the Akwaibom State community connected to the service by way of comfort, FM, XL, FM, radio, Akwaibom, passion, FM, inspiration, FM, and heritage, FM. What a joy and an honor to have all of you connected to this service live. I'd like you to do me the favor of inviting a friend, a family member, somebody in the local government or in the capital city. Ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves. Our social media comments like you've always done. Let's get this word to the ends of the earth. Help me share the video on your page. Share as many times as 50, 60 times. Put the videos everywhere. Monogram, put them on Telegram, put them on WhatsApp groups, drop them on LinkedIn, put them on all the different platforms. Let's flood the earth with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I also want to welcome all our house churches this evening. What a joy to have all of you brothers and sisters. Welcome to the service, guys. It's going to be an exciting adventure. All our campuses around the world, we're so excited to welcome every one of you to the service. We're grateful that there's no barrier in the realm of the spirit, so we're going to have an exciting time of studying the word of his grace. Can somebody shout a powerful amen? Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible, and your phones as you sit. In the heavenlies with your sweet, smart self tonight. <clears throat> Do me the favor you've always done. Open your phones, everybody. Go to the page of Facebook pages and share the video of this service quickly. Wherever you're watching, in the houses all over, let's share as many times as possible on all the pages. Let's get as many people as possible all over the world to be a part of this service tonight. We're still examining plans, purposes, and pursuits. Plans, purposes, and pursuits. Revelation chapter 4 verse number 11. It says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are, and we are created. We have said that it is not strange to do the will of God. It is not unnatural for a child of God to do the will of God. John chapter 3, verse 3. John chapter 3, verse 3. Look at what Jesus said to Nicodemus. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 5. Verse 5. John chapter 3, verse number 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Born of water there is symbolic. Born of water that is of the spirit. So water was used there symbolically to signify birth of the spirit. Then look at it again verse 6 and 7 of the same John chapter 3. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Next verse. Marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be born again. Verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit of the Spirit. So when a man is born of the Spirit, that man is born again. That man has the very nature of God. So we are born of the spirit of God. In other words, it's not unnatural for us to do the will of God. Because we have the very nature of God's children. We came from God. We have his DNA on our inside. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. It says, being born again, not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of god which liveth and abideth forever the word seed there is the word sperma the same word used in first john chapter 3 verse 9 1 john chapter 3 verse number 9 whosoever is born of god doth not commit sin for his seed the word sperma remaineth in him and he cannot sin because he is born of god So it's natural for us to do the will of God. It's unnatural for me not to do the will of God. Why? Because we are born of the spirit of God. So looking at plans, purposes, and pursuits, let's examine the will of God. What is the will of God? What is the will of God? Because many people will keep... They they have issues understanding what the will of God is. Some people only ask for God's will when it's time for them to get married. Then they go around saying, is it the will of God for me to marry this man? Is it the will of God for me to marry this woman? Now, so what is the will of God? Oftentimes, the will of God for some people is one mysterious thought in God's mind that you need to dig out. That's what many people think the will of God is One mysterious thought In God's mind That you need to dig out Some people believe that the will of God is one Hidden agenda in God That you have to explore And excavate to find So then we begin to search And search out and search out The will of God But look at what Jesus said In John chapter 4 verse 34 John chapter 4 Verse 34 Jesus says unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. And to finish his work. Jesus was so clear that it's not difficult. To know the will of God So doing the will of God Is work. To do the will of God And to finish his walk Doing the will of God Is walk Jesus is very specific Look at John chapter 17 Verse number 4 John chapter 17 Verse number 4 I have glorified thee On the earth I have finished the walk which thou gavest me to do. I have finished the walk. So the word will of God is a simple word in the Greek. Telima. Telima. T-H-E-L-E-M-A. Telima. It refers to someone's intention. Someone's intention. Now the way telima is used you know, having done a background check of that word, because sometimes the vines dictionary carries its trade from the Greek Bible. And in the process of that, they lose what those words mean sometimes. So having done a proper background check, Paul used these words the same way they were used. You know, because these words predated brother Paul. So the word Thelema is used for building like a design or a building plan. Telima is a design or like what we call a work plan, a work plan. So when you say the will of God, the will of God is a work plan, a work plan. Before anything is done in the mind, then you now transfer what is in your mind as an idea and interpret it into a paper as a work plan as a design that is a work plan that is what Thelima is. My meat is to do the work plan, which means he had a plan. The plan was with him. Thelima is the same thing Jesus You know, the writer of Hebrews reported in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 6 when he began to talk about Jesus in prophecy. In bond offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast had no pleasure. Next verse. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Notice he says, I come in the volume of the books as it is written of me to do thy will, O God. So this explains Thelema in the Greek. It means a desire, but not something hidden, but something written. A desire that has been written. Jesus came to do what is written. Jesus didn't come to do something that was hidden. In the sense that it was not written anywhere. He came to do what has already been written. Or rather he came to fulfill the scriptures. Remember Luke chapter 24 verse 25. He said unto those guys on the way to Emmaus, Cleopas and arguably his wife. O oh, fools and slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning at Moses and all the prophets? He expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So the first thing about the will of God is it is written. The will of God is written in black and white. The will of God is written. Something that is written, which means, that the will of God is written in the word. The will of God is written in the word. So when Jesus said, My will is to do the work of him that sent me. He was saying, My will is to do the word. Or, My will is to do the scriptures. You remember he said, I have finished the work. The same thing he said in John 19.30. It is finished. It is finished. That is the requirement or what I should do in the written word has been done. So when he says is it the will of God or when people ask us is it the will of God for me to marry this person what they are saying is is it written because the will of God is written. Look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 to 11. Brother Paul's prayer for the church at Colossae. For this cause we also since the day we heard it. Do not cease to pray for you and to desire. That you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Next verse. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Being fruitful in every good work. And increasing in the knowledge of God. And increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthening with all might. According to his glorious power unto all patience. And longsuffering with joyfulness. Now it looks like Paul was praying the word differently From the one he prayed in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. Put it up for me. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Next verse. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Next verse. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Now, the prayer in Colossians chapter 1, walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, walking in the will of God, being, being increasing with all knowledge, he uses knowledge twice in Colossians. Precise knowledge. The word epignosis. Always used for what Christ has done. The word epignosis is always used for what Christ has done. Alright? So, the word epignosis was used twice in that Colossians chapter 1. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13, he talked about the knowledge of the Son of God. Epignosis. Do we all come in the unity of the faith and Of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. It's always used for what Christ has done. The word epignosis. Always used for what Christ has done. It's never used for a secret mystic knowledge. It is never used for a secret mystic knowledge. It is always used for what Christ has done as it is written in the scriptures. What Christ has done as it is written in the scriptures. So it's always a precise understanding of the plan. The plan is what Christ came to accomplish. What Christ came to accomplish In that Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 to 19 where we read, Brother Paul just coined the words differently. But the prayers were the same. But the prayers in Ephesus and the prayers in Colossae. He was specific in Ephesians. Because in Ephesians, he went into specific details. Look at that Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19 to 23. Ephesians 1 19 to 23 and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenlies next verse far above all principality power and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and had put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, that filleth all in all. So, he is specific. It's the same prayer, he prayed for Philemon or Philemon, In chapter 1 verse 6. That the communication of your faith. May become effectual. By the acknowledging. Of every good thing. That is in you. In Christ. The word acknowledge. Is the word epignosis. Still dealing with specific. Dealing with specific understanding. Precise accurate knowledge. Remember the word telema. Has to do with a work plan a work plan, the will of God. Telima. It has to do with a work plan. So the will of God is never automatic. It's not like if God wants it, it will happen. I have had ladies say, if God want me to marry that man, I will marry that man. That's nonsense. That's total nonsense. If God wants me to have a car, I will have a car. Mm-mm. That's why you have to be filled with the knowledge of his will. If it is God's will, it will happen without you. Then you don't have to know about it. Because if it is God's, if if God will do what he wants to do, then he doesn't even need you in the equation. And you don't need to have knowledge. The reason why you have to be filled with the knowledge of his will is so that you can walk in the reality of it. Which means that the will of God here is clear. If you look at what brother Paul said About the will of God First Timothy chapter 2 verse 3 and 4 First Timothy chapter 2 Verse number 3 and verse 4 For this is good And acceptable In the sight of God Our savior Who will Who will Have all men to be saved And to come Unto the knowledge Of the truth Who will have all men to be saved. That is the clearest expression. Who will have all men to be saved. That is the clearest expression of God's will on the earth. The clearest expression of God's will on the earth. It's that all men be saved. You don't have to pray about that that is the will of God you don't have to say oh God is it your will for all men to be saved it is in black and white so you know exactly what the will of God is what Christ came to do what Christ did that is the will of God the will of God is not a mystic knowledge the will of God is clear that is a work plan Look at Luke chapter 9 verse 56. Luke chapter 9 verse 56. For the son of man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them, and they went to another village to save men's lives. Jesus is risen, and he is talking to his disciples. And after his resurrection... His last words after his resurrection were very precise and clear. No ambiguity. Look at Matthew 28 verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28 verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke unto them saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Next verse. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo I am with you always even unto the end of the world amen it is the same last words Jesus spoke in mark sixteen fifteen and 16 mark chapter 16 verse 15 and 16 And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. In John chapter 20 verse 20. John chapter 20 verse 20. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. 21. Then said Jesus to them again Peace be unto you As my father has sent me Even so send I you Next verse And when he has said this He breathed on them and saith unto them Receive ye the Holy Ghost 23 <clears throat> Whosoever sins you remit They are remitted unto them And whosoever sins you retain They are retained Same words in Luke twenty-four forty-seven. Luke 24 verse 47 and the repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8. And you shall receive power. Chapter 1 verse 8 of Acts, not 28. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria. And unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So we can faithfully say that the entire book of Acts and the epistles were built on these instructions we just read across the four Gospels and the book of Acts. Everybody builds what they were doing around those simple instructions. Oftentimes, we do not realize that the will of God comes in those simple instructions. The will of God is written in black and white, and it is communicated In those simple instructions we read in the four gospels and the book of Acts. So, the book of Acts and the epistles were built on those clear, precise and concise instructions. Go and preach. Go and teach. The will of God is so clear that you cannot be confused except you wish to. So, it's not difficult to also know That service is the will of God. Service is the will of God for your life. Ephesians chapter four verse eleven. Ephesians chapter four verse eleven. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Next verse for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Actually the original says for the perfecting of the saints in view of the work of the ministry. For the perfecting of the saints in view of the work of the ministry. Which is edifying of the body of Christ. The work of the ministry is edifying the body of Christ. So either way you look at it, the will of God has to do with what God wants you to do for others. The will of God has to do with what God wants you to do for others. The will of God is a work plan. A work plan that has to do with what Jesus did. A work plan that has to do with what Jesus did. Notice, you can safely build your plans around reaching the unsaved. If you're writing, this is something to write. You can safely build your plans around reaching the unsaved and edifying the church and you will be in the will of God. Let me repeat. You can safely build your plans around reaching the unsaved and edifying the church and you will be in the will of God. Let me repeat for the last time. You can safely build your plans around reaching the unsaved and edifying the church and you will be in the will of God. Somebody says, I want to plan my career. I want to plan who to marry, where to go, where to live. When you are making such decisions, you can safely plan with those simple truths I gave you. You can build your plans around reaching the unsaved and edifying the church and you will be in the will of God. I call it start with the un- with the known to the unknown. Start from the known to the unknown. In working in the will of God for your life, you must start from the known to the unknown. The unknown will be the specific details. But you see, the specific details will be things like what color do we use in the bathroom? What furniture do we use in the sitting room? Those are specific details. Those are the unknown. The the known are the basic fundamental framework. So the work plan is clear enough that I can build my life on what is so clear. The work plan is clear enough that I can build my life On what is very clear, no confusion. If I can sit with the known, I can take care of the unknown. Many of us are trying to do, you know, um, trying to do some kind of, you know, strange things. Very strange. And the reason is because you don't want to stick with what is known, it's so clear. You can build your life with what is clear. And you will be in the will of God. Brother Kenneth Hagin said in the year 2000 during the winter Bible seminar that any church that is into evangelism and discipleship is in the center of God's will. Any church that is into evangelism And discipleship Is in the center Of God's will So as a local church We can say Let's plan for the next one year Evangelism And discipleship We don't have to say Is that the will of God Is so easy in black and white So you can build your life Quickly On what is written you can start with what is known and navigate to the unknown. You know, the truth of the matter is seeing beings, <laughs> heavenly beings, angels, don't really mean anything. Yeah. Seems strange, spectacular creatures, beings, angels, it really doesn't mean anything. There was a guy called Robert Lyodon, and the reason why I'm calling his name because if you know, you know. It's, it's popular. It's out there in open space. He came and said, God said he should investigate the life of God's generals. He even published a book called God's generals. <laughs> God's generals. <laughs> he forgot That the word God's general is a language that God doesn't use. It's a language that God doesn't use. God's generals. Who do you know is God's general? What is the yardstick for measuring God's general? How do you calculate the rank? Are you the register or the coordinator or the administrator of heaven? He forgets that the Bible is the borderline for the truth. It's too early to begin to list out God's generals. It's too early. Look at the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 5. 1 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 5. Therefore, judge nothing before the time. Until the Lord come Who both Will bring to light The hidden things of darkness And will make Manifest The counsels of the heart And then Shall Every man have praise Of God Then Not now It's too early for you To have a list of people you are calling God's generals. That is anti-Bible. You judge nothing before the time. When the Lord shall come and bring everything to light. But the motives, the intentions of people. It is after that judgment. That we shall have praise. If you remember I said be very careful of accolades and people's praises. I told you that. It's too early. For anybody to be praising you now and clapping hands for you. That's not the beamer seat. We have not yet arrived. And then he now said that God said he should study where they succeeded and where they failed. He is the same person who said he saw heaven and saw body parts, childhood fantasies. God has never given anybody the ministry of studying people's mistakes. There is no such ministry of studying people's mistakes. It's anti-Bible. The New Testament doesn't find fault. It's clear. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 10 to 12. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 10 to 12. By the which will, sorry chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 8 verse number 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those they say the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. Next verse. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. Why? For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and iniquities. Will I remember no more? So there is no ministry like fault finding ministry. He gave some fault finding ministry. (laughs) Go around looking for the mistakes of God's men. Who gave you such assignment? As far as I'm concerned, it's a division in Satan's ministry. The ministry of the accusing of the brethren. So people just like mysterious things. People just like you know spooky stuff. You deal with clear things. In following the will of God for your life. You start from the known to the unknown. The will of God is written in black and white. Now take note. Don't pray beyond the written word. If you are writing, write it down. Don't pray beyond the written word. Don't confuse your mind. If you stay with Matthew 28, 18 to 20. If you stay with Matthew twenty-eight eighteen to 20. Mark 16, 15 to 20. You will be doing what God wants you to do. It's not a prayer point. Go make disciples. Teaching them to observe. So don't act beyond what is written in the world. Number one, don't pray beyond the written word. Number two, don't act beyond what is written in the world. Don't act beyond what is written in the world. Your actions must be within the confines of the written world. Number three, do not plan beyond what is written. Do not plan beyond what is written. You know, you need to accept some facts about yourself. Number one, you don't know tomorrow. I'm not saying you cannot plan for tomorrow. But always know that your knowledge is limited. So always stay with the written word. God gave us his word which covers time and eternity. So, if you plan within the word of God, you can be sure your plan is guaranteed till eternity. Stay within the word. So, if I'm acting on the word, I am acting beyond this day into time and eternity. If I'm acting on the word, I am acting beyond this day into time and eternity. Just act on the word, don't act beyond the written word. When I want to pray, I pray to understand the word so I can walk in it. I pray to understand the word so I can walk in it. I know I'm preaching good. So I can walk in it. Brother Hagin, Kenneth Hagin gave this counsel. He said he prayed the Pauline prayer over 1000 times. I learned from him to pray the Pauline prayer every day. Every day. Because those prayers are spirit-inspired prayers. If you can pray those Pauline prayer points, you will stay at the center of God's will. If you can pray the Pauline prayers, you will stay in the center of God's will. Colossians 1, 9 to 11 Ephesians one17 to twenty three, Philippians one nine to eleven, Philemon one six. You know, most of our so called prayer points are selfish prayers. Most of them pray and fire your boss. Pray that your boss should be demoted and you should be promoted. Pray that God will cause you to take over from your boss, that your boss should default. Let him be fired so you can be employed. Pray for people to die. Fall and die. Be roasted. You know. One of these days we should do a Bible study on when demons pray. When demons pray. The kind of prayer points demons will have when they pray. I didn't say anything. <laughs> if people stay with the Pauline prayers, they will not pray for all and die because it's not in the Holy Ghost inspired prayers in the written world. Look at what Paul said to Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse number 2. And the things that I was heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou the faithful man Who shall be able to teach others. That means the will of God is not mysterious. It's something you can see and something you can write. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. It says meditate upon these things. So there are things to meditate upon. If we can just meditate the word. We will be walking in the will of God. In Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Be not conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may approve the things that are perfect good. And perfect will of God. The word approve is the word recognize. So when my mind is recognizing the word of God. I can recognize the will of God. When my mind is recognizing the the word of God, I can recognize the will of God. So, you study the word and meditate. Listen to this one. You will like this one. Mm -mm -mm. Avoid emergency prayer vigils. Avoid emergency prayer vigils. The Bible didn't say pray when you want to make a decision. The Bible didn't say pray when somebody proposes marriage to you. The Bible says pray in always. If you pray always, when you want to make decisions, you would not need a special prayer; it will be in the flow. If you pray always and somebody is approaching you for marriage, you would not need a special prayer; it will be in the flow. You will know whether it's, whether the person is correct or not because you already have. You already have an expo in the written word of God on what should be there and what shouldn't be there. If you pray always, you are not likely to be praying for troubles all the time. Luke 18 verse 1. Luke 18 verse 1. First Thessalonians 5, 17 to 18. Write it down for your personal study. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 to 18. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Praying always With all prayer And supplication With perseverance we are In the spirit You pray always in the spirit You pray the polite prayers In English Then you kabash them in the spirit So that you don't have to pray When you are compelled to pray Run away from emergency prayer vigils. Pray the word all the time. Because the word of God is the work plan. So pray the work plan. Pray the work plan. In renewing the mind, we are actually exchanging our thoughts for the word. We are exchanging our thoughts for the word. You knock down the things you want to do. You knock down the way you see things. When you are renewing the, your mind with the word of God, you are casting down imaginations. You are knocking down thoughts that exalt themselves above the will of God and the word of God. You know, every teacher of God's word this is a good advice for you. As you minister, make sure you listen to what you are saying. So as you're ministering to people, you too are being ministered. You should be your own audience. As I'm teaching right now, I'm getting blessed. I'm being edified by the things I am saying. I'm also learning from what I am saying. Renewing the mind means you exchange your thoughts for the world. When your thoughts are exchanged for the word It affects the way you see things Remember That the Bible is filled with God's thoughts The Bible is filled with God's thoughts You take his thoughts And make them your thoughts You take God's thoughts and make them your thoughts. A great man of God by the name Treat said, A renewed mind by the word of God automatically is led by the spirit. A renewed mind by the word of God automatically is led by the spirit. Because your mind is renewed. You can recognize easily what God said. Your mind is renewed. So you can recognize easily what God said. Psalm 127 verse 1. Glory. Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, The watchman wicked, but in vain. Let me quickly deal with something. Is there anything called destiny? Where you are destined to be where you are. Some people say, well, whatever will be, will be. Well, that's the statement of a fool. Things are not the way they are today because they were destined to be. Mm -mm. Mm. Things are not the way they are today because they were destined to be. By the time you say God predetermined things like a finality on things, then it also means that God predetermines sin. There's no way God you can excuse God from being part of the sin process once you say that God predetermined things. Of course, it doesn't exist. A fundamental truth about God and how He deals with us is how He spoke to Adam in Genesis chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. Genesis chapter 2 verse 16 and 17 And the Lord God commanded the man saying Of every three of the garden thou mayest freely eat Next verse But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil Thou shalt not eat of it Then he gave him the repercussion For in the day that thou eatest thereof Thou shalt surely die. He didn't say the day you eat, I will kill you. Thou he he was only giving Adam an information, so it was informative, not causative, informative, not causative. He told him not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and he said the day he eats of it, they will die. Look at the way James explains that in the epistles, James. Chapter 1 verse 13 to 15. Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. Next verse. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Next verse. Then... When loss had conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. God is not involved. Satan is not involved. God is not involved. Satan is not involved. Every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust. Then when loss has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. No Satan, no God inside. When sin has conceived, it bringeth forth death. Those are the motions of sin triggered by man as a result of his own lust. So it's not God predetermined. It is man determined. So obviously you can see that a man's desire is key. You went to school because you wanted to. Or you were encouraged to and you agreed. There are people that dropped out of school. Even when they took them there, they dropped out. They didn't complete it. They kept giving them school fees and they were using the school fees to eat until they were driven away from school. Then their parents discovered that the boy never paid fees. And by this time, the boy is an adult. He's a big man. And by this time, the parents don't have the money to pay again for all the fees that he ate. So he dropped out of school by choice. So the point is, your desire oftentimes plays the part. So just like sin is a desire, unbelief is a desire, faith is a desire. The Bible says they couldn't enter into God's purpose and plan because of unbelief. So we see that they couldn't enter into God's purpose and plan because of unbelief. Unbelief is a desire not to do God's word. Unbelief is a desire not to believe God. A desire not to do God's word and a desire not to believe God's word. There are things that have happened to you today because of unbelief. Some of you you are suffering in life because of fear and some of you because of certain choices you made. Not because of Satan or because of God. Things are a product of the things we have done. Things we have done a guy gets a girl pregnant out of wedlock. And then you ask the girl, do you want to keep the pregnancy or not? She said, well, God wants it. That's the way God wanted it. That is the way God designed it. Who am I to fight the will of God? (laughs) It's like a rapist rapes a girl and she gets pregnant. And she said, that's the will of God. What an insult what a corrupt mind what a corrupt mind that girl is shying away from responsibility the desire was from the man who raped her it wasn't from God it was from the man who raped her and because he overpowered her he he engaged her own desire And a child came out of it. God is not involved. God is not involved. In fact to a great extent Satan is not involved. Of his own loss. Not of Satan's loss. Is a product of their desire. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. If God has a plan, you still have to walk in it. Which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. It means you can choose not to walk in God's plan. So God has a plan for your life but you must walk in it. And we took time to deal with place, possession, pasture, partnership. I want to quickly examine the importance of supernatural relationships in partnership. The place of supernatural relationships. Listen carefully. If you get your relationships correctly, that is, if you get the right kind of friends around you, you are 50% sure of at least following God's plan for your life. Let me repeat. If you get your relationships correctly, that is, if you get the right kind of friends around you, You are 50% sure of at least following God's plan for your life. Because there's nobody that can do God's plan in isolation. It is not even the will of God for you to be isolated. Look at the importance of relationships. There are things you will not know. There are things you will not accomplish. There are things you will not find out until you get into relationship with certain people that God has put those things in them. Let me repeat. Please, this is very important. There are things you will not know. There are things you will not accomplish. There are things you will not find out until you get into relationship with certain people that God has put those things in them. Look at the issue of Ananias. Do you know that God, I mean Jesus, appeared to Paul in Acts chapter 9 and he sent Ananias to him. That is relationship. He appeared to Paul, Acts 9. Then he sent a human relationship, Ananias. The man went ahead, Acts 9, 17. He laid hands on Paul to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Do you know that Paul was in Tarsus for a while? He was in Tarsus for a while. Barnabas in Acts 11 was now the one who brought brother Paul. He went to bring him. He actually gave Brother Paul recognition. There are some people in your life, the role they will play is Ananias. Once they play that role, we don't hear about them again in your life. Because they have done what they are supposed to do and they are gone. Some folks will take you to a church. And tell you the name of the church. And that is all they will ever do. You never see them again. Some of you are watching me right now. Online on TV. Because somebody mentioned my name. And you never saw the person again. And it's even possible. That the person that pointed you to my teaching. Is not following. And has never listened to me. Some of them that will point you to my teaching. Don't even believe what I'm saying. But they just say well. If you want to hear things like this, there's one man called Abel Damina. Check him on YouTube. Finish. And they never benefited, but you are right in the flow. They played their part to point you, and they are gone. That's all they were there to accomplish in your life. Please stay with me. Some people will help you know somebody, and that is the role they will play. It will now be foolishness on your part to now want to follow the person. When his role was just to introduce you and go away, if you insist to follow him, he will confuse you. Because the anointing on him was to introduce. If you push him beyond that, he will mess you up. Some folks, that's all they are there to do. There are people who led you into what you are doing today and you can't find them again. Some people are just Ananias. Some will give you a material that they themselves do not believe in. Buy my book and give you. Meanwhile, they have not read it. (laughs) They are playing the part of Ananias. Some, all they do is Barnabas. They will help you find the right relationship. That's their rule and they will not be in your life for long once you have found the right relationship that they are there to help you find they disappear, they exit sometimes, listen carefully you have to let lot go you have to let lot go don't force them to stay in your life and don't stay in their life by force Let's see different roles people are going to play in somebody's life. People spoke into Paul's life in Acts chapter 13. Supernatural relationships is such that people will speak into your life. Supernatural relationships is such that people will speak into your life. Please listen carefully. People will speak It's not about meeting people and each time you have a problem, they give you money. That's not supernatural relationship. Whenever you don't have a house, you squat with them. That's selfishness. But there are people, for instance, in Acts 13, these are people who spoke into Paul and Barnabas' life by the Holy Spirit. They speak the utterances of God Into your life. You will see the gifts of the spirit through them. Ministering towards you. Yeah. When you meet them. There is ministry. Always flowing. Into your life. To help you align. To help you correct. To help you adjust. To help you making decisions. There will be ministry. They will speak into your life. The utterances of God. Supernatural relationships. They are not stomach infrastructure. No. utterances. In Acts 21, you will see that Paul wasn't Paul all by himself. Brother Paul was a product of relationships. Separate me Barnabas and Paul. It wasn't Paul who spoke. It was man who spoke into his life. So you find people in your life supernaturally that are placed there to speak into your life. And what they will be speaking is God's plan. They will let you find God's plan and purpose. Does it amaze you that after meeting Ananias and Barnabas, the person that Paul said was a man after his heart was Timothy. After Paul met Ananias, met Barnabas, the person Paul said was a man after his heart was not Ananias and Barnabas, it was Timothy. Philippians chapter 2 verse 19. Philippians chapter 2 verse 19. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy or shortly unto you. And I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. Next verse. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. Next verse. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Next verse. But you know the proof of him that as a son with the father. He had served with me. In the gospel. So brother Paul found a guy. Brother Paul found Timothy. He asked the elders in Acts chapter 16. About a young man who can serve with him. They now recommended Timothy. And then Paul. Began to speak. Speak. Into Timothy's life, the people speak things and they minister in line with God's purpose for your life. Supernatural relationships they speak things and they minister the purpose of God into your life. I've come across people who said, I've not been to church for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, Dr. Damina, until I started hearing you, and the things she began to speak began to build me up. Now I'm back on fire for God. That is a supernatural relationship. And that is why it is the utterances of God that has moved those people into the will of God for their lives. They are not general relationships. Supernatural relationships are not general relationships just like timothy discovered the gift of god in the midst of elders the presbytery first timothy 4:15 and second timothy 1:6 for personal reading he said that he says the gift you receive by the laying on of the hands of the presbytery that you steer them up when you get relationships correct you are 50% done i repeat When you get your relationships correct, you are 50% done. Just look at those relationships in your life. Those relationships right now in your life. What those relationships speak? They are not supposed to be nice, nice things. They are supposed to speak the will of God and the plan of God into your life. It may just be somebody who teaches the word of God and that's what he does. He teaches the word of God powerfully into your life. That's all. So you must know those relationships that are supernaturally arranged for you. And it's very simple to know them. Very simple to know them. Look at your life. Look at the advantages you have had in knowing and following God through those relationships. Look at the advantages you have had in knowing and following God through those relationships. That's how to know it. What are the advantages I have had in knowing and following God through this relationship, through that relationship? There are some people, when you are losing it, Just just go and listen to them. It's like they are the way of talking to you. It's like when they are speaking, it's like they know everything about you. There's something about them talking to you. They are able to address you specifically. Yeah. Just listen to them. They talk to you without knowing what is in your mind. Sometimes there are people that you are close to and they are supernaturally placed in your life. the easiest way to cut off that supply is familiarity complex. Familiarity complex. Familiarity complex. When you are close to people that God has placed into your life, to strategically fulfill his plan, you have to be extra, extra careful. Because anything that God will use to bless you will be in human form. I want to repeat that. Anything that God will use to bless you will be in human form. And anything in human form is never perfect. See that? Anything in human form is never perfect. So anything that will come through a human being is never going to be perfect because he is a human being. So get your relationships right. Know who they are and place a premium on those relationships. And ensure that you keep in touch. I'm going to get into that in a few more minutes. 1 Corinthians 15:33 1 Corinthians 15:33 Be not deceived evil communications corrupt good manners Be not now in that text the context there is doctrine brother Paul was dealing with doctrine Be not deceived that is as important as having supernatural relationships and nurturing them is it's important also to judge other kind of relationships and not allow them influence you negatively look at those words evil communications corrupt good manners what are good manners prayers evangelism giving Being humble. All good manners. Walking in the fruit of the spirit. Forgiving others. Submission to authority. Submission to your husband. Taking good care of your wife and children. Being obedient to authority. All of these are good manners. But he says... Evil communication will corrupt these manners. Listen carefully. All you need to change is put somebody into your life that don't do what you do. All you need to change is put somebody into your life who don't do what you do. Just have somebody in your life who don't do what you do. Let him be there long enough you will start doing what you were not doing before. So what you don't want, don't watch. Whatever you don't want in your life, don't keep it around you. If you keep it around you, it will get into you. Have a way of controlling the circle of friends around you. You know today a, there are different ways of of being close to people. In a world of online. When you talk about people influencing you it's not limited to people you see physically. But people you relate with everyday. People you relate with everyday. There are people you relate with more than people you see physically. Online. Why do you think the Bible says what con Communion as light and darkness. Belial and God. The temple of God and the temple of idols. Somebody says, so shouldn't I have friends? Of course you have career friends. Academic friends. Professional friends. But nothing beyond that. Paul was a professional taint maker. But the ones he kept close were Aquila and Priscilla. Who were of the same doctrinal persuasion. Remember, if there's someone you don't, if there's something you don't do, if you get someone who does it around you long enough, you will begin to do it. Do you observe that in Paul's letters, if there's somebody in the church in disobedience, before they deal with him, Paul will say, Take him out. Once somebody is spotted, to be in rebellion and disobedience. Before he is dealt with, Brother Paul will say, take him out. Why? So that he does not influence other people. For example, First Corinthians 5, 11 and 13. First Corinthians 5, 11 and 13. But now, I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater. Or a railer or a drunkard or an exhaustioner. With such a one know not to eat. Look at verse 13. 13. First Corinthians 5.13 But them that are without God judge it. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. Put him out. Paul said, don't even eat with him. Don't let him take you to tantalizers. Don't let him take you to Nando's to buy food. So that two of you can sit down and talk. Once you get the relationship part wrong, your life will never be the same again. If you marry the wrong wife or you marry the wrong husband, your life can never be the same again. If you get a man or woman who is not committed to God's purpose for your life, your life can never be the same again. Please, this is important. Look at these scriptures When you get home. They have to do with Brother Paul saying, put the person away. 2 Thessalonians 3.14, put it up for me. Let, let me read it. 2 Thessalonians 3.14 And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, not that man, have no company with him that he may be ashamed. Romans 16.17 Now I beseech you brethren Mark them which cause divisions And offenses contrary to the doctrine Which you have learned And Avoid them First Timothy 6 5 Perverse disputings of men Of corrupt minds And destitute of the truth Supposing that gain is godliness From such withdraw Thyself he is letting you know that influence is strong. Stay away. There are some people God planted in power city. But they related with people who opposed what we thought. Who attacked what we thought. And they didn't stay away from them. Those people have taken them away. And they are in confusion right now. Because they stayed away from a supernatural relationship that God brought into their life. If I, Abel Dimina observe that you are into money gospel, I do not listen to you. I do not relate with you. I wouldn't. And there are some that are in the money gospel, but they, are, they, they claim to be Christocentric. You understand? They claim to be Christocentric, but they sandwich Christocentricity with their materialism. I know some of them. So they feed you Christ, but along with Christ, they put poison. And the gullible will eat it thinking it's Christ, but they are drinking the poison that comes with it. Because they know if they don't put Christ, you will not listen. So they use Christ as a bait, but in between, they sandwich poison. There are some people who have the ministry of waiting to hear what we teach, then they take it and criticize. That's all they don't teach their own. They only react to what we teach. And they will take what we teach out of context. We teach loyalty and submission. Then they will say, there are some teachings of loyalty and submission that could lead to slavery. They have not taught their own loyalty and submission. They only take the ones that are taught and they now say, be careful. It can lead to slavery. There are people like that. You listen to them, you take poison. They will sound like they are Christocentric, but there's a hidden agenda. And if you have the spirit of God and you're listening to the spirit of God, the words may look very nice, but in your spirit you will know by the spirit of God that something is not together in this this message. Paul, stay, stayed away from them. When someone is teaching contrary to sound doctrine, stay away from him. In Romans chapter 16, verse 1 to 15, Paul was relating to people in his circle. If you observe, everybody Brother Paul mentioned were all related to the work he was doing. Look at your friend's circle. Which of them is contributing positively to your spiritual life? I mean, examine it. There are things you must not watch. Of course, you must be cordial. People be nice to people. You know, sometimes as a pastor, when I see church members struggling, the first question I ask them is, who are your friends? Who are your friends? If you get your circle of friends right, you have succeeded 50%. Just by getting your circle of friends right, you have succeeded 50%. Some people are in compromise because they want to please people. If you follow God's plan well, you don't have to please anybody before they appreciate what you're doing. Look at the people Paul mentioned. He said, My beloved, my helper, my kinsman, laborers together with me. Those are the kind of things he said about those lists in Romans 16. There are people you keep around you you go to pray with them. You go for evangelism with them. Because these people speak by the Holy Spirit into your life. If you don't have the right people around you, you will continue to struggle. So in looking at supernatural relationships as a roundup, up, watch out for strife. 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 How many of you know that Jesus and John the Baptist did not have a healthy relationship? They didn't. Because John took offense. If there's any way we can hinder supernatural relationships it's by offense. When you get off and ended. Offended. Cut off and ended. You take offense. John identified Jesus he now took offense. And you see, when you're on offense, you begin to question the same teachings that blessed you. <laughs> when you're in offense, you begin to become critical of the same teachings that bless you. Look at John, who said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. It is the same John that is saying, Go and ask him, Is he the real Jesus or should we look for another? When you're in offense, You no more are blessed. So you become critical of everything that has blessed you. That is an offense will rob you of all of the blessings. I always say when there's strife, you never see what God is doing. Never. When you are in strife, you will never see what God is doing. Number two, when you are in strife, you will never hear what God is saying. You'll be deaf. Nobody says I lost my hearing. How will you not hear, lose your hearing when you are in strife? You cannot dictate supernatural relationships. So you've got to be careful and watch out for strife. Look at Paul and Barnabas in Acts 15. What was the strife? On who will take John Mark? In Acts twelve twenty-five, they took John Mark. In Acts 15, Paul said, look, John Mark is not profitable in the ministry. This guy stays away from prayer. He stays away from evangelism. He only comes to say amen at closing prayer. But you know John Mark was a relative of Barnabas. So sentiments came in. Don't use sentiments in ministry. Don't use sentiments in ministry. John Mark was Barnabas' nephew. But watch the funny thing about life. So that you are not stupid. After a while, I believe that Barnabas was still doing ministry and doing fine. But he didn't have any epistle. He didn't have any epistle. And his name didn't come up again. History tells us that. Now, that same John Mark, in 1 Peter 5.13... Peter called him his son. <laughs> John Mark has many spiritual fathers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I stumbled on a quote today. I'm telling you, I was surprised you will like this one. The quote was like, "He says, any man that has too many spiritual fathers cannot be faithful to one wife." <laughs> 17. Any lady that has too many spiritual fathers cannot be faithful to one man. (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing. I didn't say Bible say. I said I saw a quote. (laughs) I didn't say write (laughs) down. You know but there's there's some sense in that quote. (laughs) That same John Mark Barnabas was fighting over He has now moved to Peter. Do you know that later on, the same John Mark came back again to Paul. In 2 Timothy 3.11, he came back to Paul. So, it did not make sense what Barnabas was doing. He was being sentimental and just acting funny and got offended for nothing. Because the same John Mark eventually came back to Paul. Don't allow someone God has placed in your life to be separated from you. Don't. Don't allow someone God has placed in your life to be separated from you. Some issues don't are not worth it. Be careful. God will always use human beings in your life and human beings will never be perfect. You know, there are some people go to church. All they go to do is to spot the mistakes of their pastor. Ladies and gentlemen, do your best to preserve supernatural relationships. Protect it from outsiders. Protect it from evil influences. Remember, supernatural relationships is about the world. Ministry and accountability. Being accountable to people. People that can, you can call to order. That's why you must keep supernatural relationships. I saw a quote somewhere. It says, We are all who we are today because of influences. You are a product of influence. No matter how gifted you are, No matter how anointed you are, regardless of how important you might think about yourself, God can do without you. And if you are not careful, God will find an adequate replacement for you. Treat relationships with gratitude. Don't Develop an entitlement mentality. Nobody owes you anything. Never allow a disgruntled person or group to take you out of God's plan or out of the move of God's spirit. Don't let people cause you to contaminate a supernatural relationship. When things are happening in the midst of a supernatural relationship, always look at the big picture. Because you're only a piece in the puzzle. Always look at the big picture. Because you're only a piece in the puzzle. This is where I'm rounding up on plans, purposes and pursuits. Sunday we are beginning a new series. I know you have been so blessed. I know so much has happened in your life. I know it. I I don't have to be told. You know, I didn't talk about passion. But passion is what drives you most. What takes control of you. And if you allow the word of God to take control of you, the word of God will drive your passion to fulfill God's will. If you allow the word of God, let the word of God redirect your passion. As you dwell on it and meditate on God's word, it will drive your passion towards fulfilling the will of God for your life. Once again, remember that the plan and the purpose of God for your life is connected to men, God's plan for your life is for men. Towards men. The beneficiaries of God's purpose for your life. Is not you. Is the people to whom you are sent. So you need to settle the question of. Who am I sent to? Lord. Whom am I sent to? Once again. It is too early to begin to, to. To celebrate and give people accolades. Judge nothing before the time until that day when we see Jesus, when He will bring every hidden thing to light, and then we shall have praise of the same before Jesus. Glory to God! Glory to God! Get on your feet tonight. Say with me, I will walk in the plan, I will walk in the purpose of God. I have discovered God's plan and purpose for my life, and I will pursue it with recklessness radically. I will go after the fulfilling of God's purpose. I do not treat supernatural relationships carelessly. Whatever God will do in my life, he will use men and I will always remember that there is no perfect man. Amen. Praise God. Oh glory to God. Amen. Father, thank you for everybody in this building, those watching online, on television, in our house centers, in the campuses tonight. I declare that this word goes forth with power and that your people receive the word, embrace the word, and the word lightens their path. The word lightens our mind. The word lightens our path. The word lightens every area of our lives. We walk in the plan. We walk in the will. We walk in the purpose of God for our lives. And we rejoice that Lord we are willing, we are obedient in this day of your power to fulfill your mandate for our lives. So I give you praise and I decree that everybody hearing the sound of my voice walks worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. You're fruitful unto every good work. In Jesus' name we pray. And every believer says a powerful amen. Glory. Amen. I tell you, what a blessing tonight. Now listen, I'm joining Mr. Michael Bush in the next two or three minutes for Ask the Counselor Now. You don't want to go away. But I want to take up your honor offerings. Every time we teach you the word, we give you opportunity to honor God with your offerings. In the house centers, grab your honor offering in our campuses, grab your honor offerings. The online community, the banking details are scrolling, television audience, the banking details are scrolling, radio audience, Mr. Michael Bush will read the bank accounts for you. But I'm excited about the opportunity to serve you the grace of God always and you stay in the word and as you honor the word, you are enabling us to get this word to the ends of the earth and remember God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love, wherein you do minister to the saints through your givings to get the word to those for whom Jesus died. Lift up your offerings, Father. We give in faith, we give with joy. Our offerings are a sweet smell before you today. And we thank you for the opportunity to honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. And every believer says a powerful amen. Glory to God. You don't want to go away, get more people to hook up. Radio audience, Mr. Michael Bush will read the account for you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the studio in the next two or three minutes. And until then, enjoy the grace of Christ and be blessed. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight. Glory!
1: Amen! We trust you have been blessed by this message. To order the complete series of this message and all the messages by Dr. Abel Daminer, please call plus power 9939 or email gmail at gmail.com
0: You are bought with a price! therefore glorify God in your spirit and in your body which are God so your spirit and your body is sealed until the day when mortality puts on immortality sin cannot break the seal individual mistakes cannot break the seal persecution cannot break the seal nakedness cannot break the seal hunger cannot break the seal famine cannot break the seal i am fully persuaded that nothing in this life nor in the life to come shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ where are you in christ what keeps you there the love of god
1: Join Dr. Abel Daminer for equipping the believer to do the work of the ministry. Live in London this December 2021. Date 10th, 11th and 12th December 2021. Time Friday 10th from 5pm, Saturday 11th from 5pm and Sunday 12th from 10am. Venue Power City International, Enfield, North London Campus, The Men Hall, St. John's Church, Number 1 Born Hill, London N13, 4DA. For more inquiries, you can call 74 245 Host Drs. Abel and Rachel Dominer. Be there.
2: thanks for joining us quickly quickly the account details especially for 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 a radio audience the account name is power city international there are two banks uba is the first on this edition of the program 13926465 13926465 13926465 that's for uba power city international remains the account name it is the same name for FCMB 2982682028, 20 2982682028. 20 That's for FCMB Power City International. Is the account name? Announcement number two. Calls. I don't know. Um, I think we just allow five minutes of calls, so or five minutes, four calls on this edition of the program. Plus two, three, four. If you're doing from outside Nigeria, otherwise simply 0806. Eight hundred nine nine three nine, or if you want to send us an SMS, or two plus two three four again. If you're doing from outside Nigeria, otherwise zero seven zero three six nine one eight six four two. Announcement number three. You can also uh, sponsor. You can also do. By the way, there's also an email address. Uh, ask the councillor now if you want to do email. Ask the counselor now at gmail.com. So, for sponsorship, for partnership, and for support, just to keep this program on air you can continue to avail yourself of our hotline plus two three four again if you're doing it from outside Nigeria, otherwise simply for you email Dr Abel Damina at Yahoo dot is my standing producer. Uh, she's standing in and doing a human job, doing a wonderful job for producer Pastor IJ Quere who is unofficial deal this outside Akwa Kwaibom state where we are reaching you from. Also, the production team, we also have Dr. and uh, Mrs. Gabriel, They're both in church, and we're quite grateful, plus the production team. My name is Michael Bush, I'm the anchor, I'm joined, of course, by the set man, the man of the moment, the man for every moment, the man who lights the candle for us to see the grace of God. Help me welcome, Global Baba, Dr. Abel Damina
0: the Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. Go Baba. Good to have you here this evening.
2: We'll just go and uh, <clears throat> short opening prayer as we always do.
0: Let's pray together, Father. We rejoice that we have answers to prayer guaranteed. So we decree that Aquaibom continues to experience the grace of Jesus. The gospel thrives in this land. We pray for Nigeria that the gospel continues to prosper all over this nation. Men are coming to the knowledge of the truth and around the world. The gospel thrives, disciples are raised. The gospel of Christ is preached like never before. And we decree that ministers are equipped and empowered to make manifest the savor of God's grace. Thank you for the governor and his cabinet in Akwaibom here for continually creating an environment for the gospel to thrive. And we give you praise for answered prayer. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. 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 Okay, so effectively we have some 16.5 small minutes to play with on this edition of Ask the Counselor and that time starts to count now we spent last night in uh rome you know in europe so we're going to be starting there from hello global bar i'm writing on behalf of my family and three other families we are from a religious organization which we left when we started to realize some things that is when it comes to dealing with the bible that's the word of god even in understanding it with revelation knowledge it actually led to persecutions from them, which we did not expect, Global Baba, We were trying to live at peace, knowing the assurance we have. It's been five months now. We would like to learn more from you. We also like, would like you to know that we honor and appreciate the whole ministry of Powers International and you. Thank you, Global Baba.
0: Thank you so much. I'm sure, you know, as you keep following, there's much, much more to learn. So we're glad to have you on, on our, on, in our ministry, and great grace is upon you.
2: No, Papa, from Rome, we go straight to Germany and says, Hello, Daddy. Hello, the intercontinental, Mr. Michael Bush. Greetings in the mighty name of Jesus. My name is Godwin Okafor I'm writing from Germany. Daddy, you've been such a blessing in my life. I just want to say a big thank you. Please send me your personal account details so that I can show my appreciation. Daddy, may God continue to bless you and your family in abundance. Stay blessed. Godwin okafor in Germany.
0: Thank you, Godwin. I'm sure the details will be sent to you. And it's a blessing to know that you're growing in the knowledge of Christ.
2: From one part of Germany to the other, I'm now writing. Dear Daddy, dear Mr. Bush, Daddy, I want to say thank you for bringing the word of God to this generation. Indeed, my family and I are blessed. Please, Daddy, I'm a teacher out here in Germany. And I've not taken the vaccine yet. Things are getting more tense. Especially for those who are not immunized. Please, Daddy, advise me on what to do. God bless you, Daddy. And in Germany.
0: And go get your vaccine if the government of Germany says it's okay. The Ministry of Health in Germany says the vaccine is okay for you guys in Germany. By all means go get your vaccine and enjoy the peace of God.
2: From Germany now to Poland. Next, I want to use this opportunity to thank you, Global Barber, for all you do for the body of Christ. you saying yes to Jesus indeed has affected my life and the lives of thousands of people, millions of people globally. I pray your heart continually burns for him and his word. You are delivered from wicked, unreasonable men. H, of course, is on your side to do much more for the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Global Baba. It's my birthday, Daddy. I would just like you to say a word of prayer for me. Gift, AK, in Poland.
0: Gift, happy birthday. Bless you. We'll pray for you at the end of the broadcast. But we rejoice with you and we believe many, many more years of making Jesus known around the world. Bless you.
2: From Poland to the United Kingdom, hello, Global Baba, and Intercontinental, Mr. Michael Bush. First of all, I just want to thank you both for the great work you do. I'm a teenager Global Baba. I live in the UK with my parents who attend another church. I listen to your messages and I've now become addicted. My parents know I listen to you. but want me to continue going to their church with them. However, whenever I'm in their church, I don't feel happy because it's not where I want to be. And their teachings are not giving me any spiritual growth. How do I live and start going to one of your campuses out here in the UK without seeming disobedient and rebellious to my parents? Global, no, I just want your thoughts. I first caller, yes. Hello. Hello. Good evening, sir. Many thanks for joining us. Where are anyway, you calling from?
3: Uh, my name is Joseph. I'm calling from here in the UK. Go ahead. Um, Daddy, I want to appreciate you so much for the revelation knowledge what God has been using you to do in our life. I pray that you will not you not pray. Thank you also, Mr. Bush, for giving God the opportunity to use you. Father, please, I actually want you to help me in a prayer point. If I speak to you, I'm having cathartic, and uh, the cathartic I'm having, my right eye cannot see at all again. I am just managing and see the left eye to see what I can see. I've gone to the hospital, and I need to go for uh, surgery. Which will cost about 150,000. Uh, I don't have money. So, what I want you to do for me, Papa, to pray for me first that God will make financial provision to enable me go for that operation. And then, second, the divine healing, because I believe in it. Through your prayers, that God must give me divine healing. Thank you very much, and God bless you so Thank you, Joseph. You want us to pray for his side.
0: Right? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Okay. We'll, well,
3: we'll so pray we'll for you, at Joseph, end. at the end of the
2: Okay, no, but once we we'll get back to the UK, where the little guy has written in and um, about his parents. What does he do?
0: Oh, uh, the the person who wrote about your parents, the first thing is that it's good that your parents allow you to keep following. Don't push it too hard because it could stop you and make it difficult for you. Just keep following online and uh, you could try after a while to suggest to them that you will want to fellowship with Power City on Wednesdays for midweek service while you follow them to their church on Sundays. And of course, in some of our campuses in the UK, They do do both services. They have service, first service, and second service. So you want to check the time difference between the service in your parents' churches and our own service. And see whether you can attend the two on a Sunday, especially if there's a campus closest to where you are. So what you want to do is you want to email us your details and information. And I'll get our coordinator in Europe to call you and build a personal relationship with you. And see how you guys can work eventually until you're able to attend the campus. God bless you.
2: Amen. No, but I'm told we have another caller, on, but once we come back from that call, I'll take you through something you said earlier okay. Okay. today. Hello.
4: Yeah, Michael Bush. Good evening, sir.
2: Welcome to the program. Your name, where are you you're calling from?
4: And I greet my doctor over there. Dr. Abel Good evening, Papa.
0: Good evening. Bless you and welcome.
4: God bless you, sir. Thank you. Actually, I want to tell you that we're enjoying the Christocentry meal. Mm. I seriously enjoying. it. I'm alone.
0: Yes, so will listen to you. Listen.
4: I want to tell you that you are not alone. Because as many as watch this program, we don't stop watching it. Even during the argument of baptism between you and one other man of God who says he normally calls me, he calls your name, and I'm happy I listen to the way you treat the case. You did not call me, but the message went down through. I am one of the persons that have marked that script. And I give you 90. And I believe he scored 20. <laughs> By the grace of God. Hello, no, Baba. I yeah. <laughs> are you hearing me? Of course. Please, I beg you to help me throw more light on. Look, chapter 4, verse 16 and then act chapter 17 verse 2 because uh, i know with your wisdom and understanding you will show a light that we will all understand where those scriptures
0: are facing all right thank you for calling look four fifteen. 15 put it up on the screen the other one was actual
2: I think he mentioned just Luke. Luke four fifteen. And he taught in the synagogues, being glorified
0: of all. Well, again, that and, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. Well, again, when he says being glorified of all, it means the way he taught. The word of God came so clearly that the people were in awe. That's what he means. They were in awe of the way Jesus taught the word. You know, so that's it. Because Jesus didn't teach like the Pharisees and the scribes, he actually brought out the revelation. Of the scriptures, which is the revelation of Himself, the Bible says He expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning Himself. So the way He taught was different because it came with clarity and it was authentic. That's what it means. Thank you for calling.
2: Okay, global. Bar, let's leave the continent of Europe now and go quickly to Asia, the Middle East. Hello, global. Bar, by the way, we're in the UAE, United you Arab You want to take Emirates. me up on something? Yes, Global Barber, I wanted to take you up, but I'm just looking at my time. Okay, Let's okay. go to UAE in a moment. to we'll come back and see if that's still possible. Hello, Global and Mr. Bush. Thanks for all you do for the body of Christ. Thanks for bringing the good news to the whole world and me. I pray the Lord strengthens you both in the inner mind. I pray God grants you boldness that you may preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And above all, I pray God delivers you, your family, and all from wicked and unreasonable men in Jesus Christ. Amen. My name is Aziz. I'm currently in the UAE, that's United Arab Emirates. Sir, so I follow your teachings online, but I do like to know if there is any campus here in Dubai so I can fellowship with brethren in the local church. Thank you, sir. No, Baba, you just hold your thoughts again. The last caller. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Okay. No, Baba, let's get back to Dubai.
0: Aziz, thank you for reaching out. Yes, we have a campus in Dubai. So what we'll do is we'll make sure your email gets to our coordinator for Asia. And they will connect with you there in Dubai. And let me also mention, those of you that always write to us for campuses, when we email you asking for your phone number, please make sure you help sending your phone numbers. And when you're asking for campuses, just send along with your phone number. It makes it easy for us to call you, and we're able to establish a link with you. God bless you. From
2: the United Arab Emirates has come now to Africa, Kenya, on the east of the continent. Hello, Global Baba. Please pray for me as I always have to fight or struggle to get things done. Harassment by occult powers and demonic spirits, unexplainable delay and extreme luck, failure and abandoned men. Abandoned men Being pushed back and forth by strange powers and strange forces, ever monitored by satanic agents and being wasted. God bless you. Brother Gendi in Kenya.
0: We'll pray for you, brother, before we leave, but it is important for you to know you're not a victim, you're a victim. I'll encourage you to order for my teachings on... Uh, Power to reign in life, you know. Order for that series. Listen to your authority; it will help you not to be harassed by witches, wizards, and those uh, element. You know those uh, uh, elementary those forces, elementary forces, those, those things that.
2: Sure, sure. Okay, so global Baba from Kenya, that's still on the east coast of Africa, to Tanzania, still there. greetings global Baba. My name is Johanna Stanley. I write from Tanzania. I started following you on YouTube. Now I'm addicted, despite the fact that I don't understand English well. But when you preach, I hear you were. I like the way you reveal Christ and how you digest scriptures. This has made you to differentiate, uh, to be different from other preachers. My question: According to your preaching, I have to realize that you can. I have realized that you can be in the church sitting and the preacher works daily to draw away from Christ without knowing. Please, I want to know which code you use to know Christ like that. Which one? Code. C O
0: D E. Code. The Bible. <laughs>
2: Christ Absolutely. is
0: revealed in the Bible.
2: So it's actually possible to sit in church and then the yes. the, the the preacher is taking you away from Christ.
0: Yeah, uh, Galatians 3:1. Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Wow. The bewitchment is from the pulpit. It's the preacher. The preacher will bewitch you, especially when he doesn't reveal Christ. To you.
2: Crazy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I wanted to go to South Africa. I don't know. Let me just see what I can do to South Africa. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. I want to thank you for your teachings. I'm Olivia Ntemeri in South Africa. I'm asking for your prayers, but things are happening one after the other in my life. I was dismissed from work, but for that, I'm now sick, and I pray that you help me.
0: Well, Olivia, will pray for you at the end of the broadcast.
2: Okay, Global Baba. We haven't been in New York for a while, so let's come here and spend the night. Hello, Global Baba, I greet you and the intercontinental Mr. Bush. And This is anonymous writing from you, Global Barber. I've been in some really ugly situations from my academic career to various issues of life, which affect my complex negatively. I used to think I didn't know what to do until I listened to you say, you should say I know what to do. One of the things I was moved to write, uh, which is one of the things, which is one of the reasons I was moved to write this to you. I know the will of God for me, and I'm glad I follow suit. I'm not asking for prayers or counseling, but however you are led to respond to this matter would we'll go a long way in my life. Thank you so much, Global Baba. And Catherine Central, Michael Bush, for reading this out loud.
0: Well, we keep you in our prayer and we trust God that you will continue to grow stronger and stronger in the knowledge of Christ.
2: Global, we need to do prayers for those who sent in prayer requests, even as we prepare to round off.
0: Let's pray together. Father, we pray for the people who have reached out to us tonight. We stand in faith and we ask that their needs are met. Amen. Sick bodies be healed. Amen. We pray for those that are struggling with issues and challenges of life. Satan, get your hands off in the name of Jesus. Amen. We declare a miracle for those in need of a miracle, a divine intervention. We rebuke the wind and the waves of life. We command peace to be still in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we rejoice that your word is growing and lives are being transformed. And we thank you for testimonies that are established. We declare that sickness and disease is gone completely, the oppression of the enemy and the harassment of demons totally broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. My Italian producer is Dami Lola, starting in for producer Pastor IJ Gwen, the production team. Of course, my friend and brother from the Republic of Cameroon, Bula Ivo, still here with us live. This is Michael Bush, your uncle, inviting the Global Baba to take us home. Global in
0: the, in the Continental, Mr. Bush. What a blessing tonight. We want to thank all of you for giving us the opportunity to serve you. The grace of God, always an honor to bring clarity to you from the teaching of God's word to build you up, edify you, and cause you to walk in the fullness of God for your life. Remember, for those in Aquai tonight, we're still live on Inspiration 9 to 10 and on Heritage 11 to 12 midnight. Tomorrow morning, 5.50 XLFM, 6.30 AM Premium FM, and tomorrow, 11 to 1.00 radio Bomb one to three xlfm three to five passion fm and six pm gmt plus one tomorrow we're back on comfort fm and all platforms bringing the clarity of god's word to build you up and cause you to walk in the realities that are yours in christ jesus remember sunday morning we're going to be having a blast here 7 30 a.m is the first service at 98 waniba road uyo aquaibomb state second service is 10 30 as I begin a new series of teachings that will help bring light upon the part of your life and cause you to enjoy the fullness that God has for your life. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to an explosion on Sunday as we all come together here at Power City. You know, for some of you that have been following me at home and just listening to me on radio, you know, decide to make it a date on Sunday. Just take a walk, take a ride. Come to Power City, 98 Waniba. I want to see you. I want to be able to minister to you. I want to be able to reach out to you with the love of God and be a blessing to you physically. It is different when you are here physically than when you listen on radio or online. It's different. When you come, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. So we look forward to seeing all of you on Sunday. And online help us share the news, get more people to hook up. And until then, enjoy the grace of Christ and be blessed.
2: Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria.
0: Amen. Praise God.